When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guest, he's a star. I had, the, I had the privilege of calling Shield Cricket with him and sitting in the commentary box with him over Shield Cricket days was is yeah one of the great times I've had calling sport. His name's Barat Sundarason. He's part of SEN's cricket coverage. And whether they're overseas or here, he is across all things cricket. Good morning to you, Barat. Good morning, old friend. Yeah, and the one thing I've learned in Australia is to be called a legend is one thing to be called other things. But once you're referred to as a star, then you know you've arrived. So I know I have arrived now. Thank you so much. <laughs> star. Hey, uh, Barat, a lot of things I want to chat to you about. Um, just firstly, uh, the bowling performance of the Australians, the West Indies, they just weren't up to it, were they? And I only managed to get in for about 25 to 30 minutes. <laughs> Yesterday, it was all over. And, and I think Jared and Flem actually got to make their flight to go home and, and get the year 12 results for their daughters. <laughs> yeah, not just go home. They like they got to the airport comfortably. They got on their flights comfortably. No worries at all. Uh, and you're right. I mean, and of the 25 minutes you were there, Miles, I, I wonder how many minutes you actually spent watching the cricket. <laughs> uh, because, <laughs> not just knowing you, but also knowing just people around the Adelaide Oval Test uh, I would walk walk in every every afternoon and find more people on the village green than anywhere close to the stands. But uh, yeah, it was disappointing. You, you knew the end was would like wouldn't take too long to come yesterday, uh, and eventually the West Indies just threw the white towel in. Right, uh, it had been a tough tour for them. They showed some fight in Perth, but yeah, they were never going to be good enough to um, you know withstand this uh, Aussie assault for too long. But, yeah, like you said, lots of positives for the Australians to take from it, even if, you know, it might not have been the most competitive of test series. Uh, the fact that they know now that uh, they can just, you know, even if Cummins or Hazelwood or Stark is out, they have Boland and Nisa just waiting in the wings to come in and literally give nothing away to the opposition. Brett, uh, we're going to move on pretty quickly to the South African series, but do you have a, a highlight? Uh, what, what was the best moment of the, the two test series, you think, against the West Indies? Uh, since we, you know, we're all mighty South Australians, I think I'm just going to stick to Travis Head making that 100 at the Adelaide Oval. Uh, you know, I can't believe it's taken uh, a South Australian, what, nearly 27 years to do that, 28 years to uh, score 100 uh, at the Adelaide Oval. It was quite a reception. And for those four or five balls, um, the 24,000 who were at the ground actually stopped drinking their whatever they were drinking and watched <laughs> the cricket. <laughs> to, uh, you know, raise a toast to Travis Head. It was quite a moment. And I, I, I hosted a brunch with Greg Blewett yesterday morning uh, or two days ago, and he was the last one to do that. And even he was shocked. I mean, he's in his 50s now, uh, and uh, it's been that long. So that was, I think, a, a sweet little moment. But there were so many highlights for uh, for Australia, Manus and all the runs he scored. And, and Miles, you know all about my hashtag, Nisa must play campaigns. I was happy to see him finish off the test match with three back-to-back wickets. Oh, I have seen that. They can follow you at Beastie Boy on, uh, on Twitter. Barat, uh, uh, one thing I want to touch on before we get to the South Africans is I've had quite a strong opinion on this that 
I know Jared um, and we've seen Ian Healy and a host of other commentators are coming to the defence of Dave Warner in regards to uh, this leadership debacle. Now, James Erskine's come out. I want to play these comments from James Erskine and then I want to ask you a question in regards to this. This is Dave Warner's manager. You'd have to be a blind black Labrador to not realise there was far more than three people involved in this thing. And, and you know, they all got a caning and basically David Warner was, you know, completely villainised. Now that's, and he has shut up. He's protected Cricket Australia. He's protected his play, fellow players and whatever it might be on my advice. Because at the end of the day, no one wanted to hear any more of it. And he's mm. got on playing cricket. There's one thing in life I hate is injustice. We've all had it, you know. I mean, and this is injustice at its greatest level. Now, Barack, I, I know Jared and, and a few of them have taken the, 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 the fact that Cricket Australia haven't done this correctly. Now, they've engaged an independent panel to review. The independent panel now wanted to have the hearing to actually hear what is said. James Erskine's coming out saying, um, you know, he shut up under my advice. They're saying, wait till you hear more. There's more people involved. But no one's saying who was. Now, I'm of the opinion that if you want to say other people, uh, you know, wait till you find out, wait till you find out, and we're getting put to the sword here. Why don't they just come out and say it? Or why doesn't he just come out and go, you know what? This is what happened. This is what's done. Um, and I just want the leadership ban overturned. But they won't. And they won't for good reason. And they're, they're saying that it's a protection of teammates or the protection of their family. Well, if it's for the protection of them, then obviously what people are going to hear, they're not going to like. So I don't understand. It, it, this is more on Dave Warner than Cricket Australia, in my opinion. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, that's uh, we could... I think we need to meet at the Britannia pub and have a debate over there. <laughs> yes, I think we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll bring Bryce along as well. Yeah. No, look, um, I, I think James Erskine did not um, help the issue at all. And... and those in the know will tell you that James Erskine owns the management company that manages David Warner. I don't, from what I've heard, he's not his personal agent, if that makes sense. Uh, so clearly, I mean, tempers have flared and, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Erskine said whatever he said. Uh, but uh, in a way, you're right. I mean, he hasn't uh, really done anything of anything positive for, for, for his client in that sense by making those uh, pretty, you know, tall claims. Uh, but the thing is, uh, look, and I can bring an outsider's perspective, right? I was not even living in Australia when the Sandpaper Gate thing happened. And we all around the world were shocked with the overreaction to, to, to the episode. Uh, I mean, I'm totally with Steve Smith uh, when he said last night that, uh, you know, the, the idea of a leadership ban, lifetime ban is fundamentally wrong. I mean, what does that even mean, right? Like, are you saying nobody can move on, nobody can grow up? I mean... Uh, I've, and I've always like, you know, and it's interesting that, uh, and I'm, I'm glad we have Bryce with us. Like, uh, I've always been intrigued by how cricketers are held to a different standard or moral standard in this country than, uh, people who play other, other sporting codes, especially, uh, some of the stories that come out of footy and NRL and all of that. I'm like, wait, uh, they did that and they're still a star. And, uh, you know, in cricket, uh, someone tampered with the ball, which every country does, as we all know. And uh, this, like, you know, they keep, get given leadership bans and lifetime bans. It, it was quite, quite something. And once Cricket Australia overreacted back then, it was always going to be difficult for them to kind of, you know, bring, bring some parity back to that situation. And, and David Warner, to his credit, since he's come back, um, has been a, has been a leader on on the field, right? I've seen him in training. I've seen him 
around the world and what uh, I know what he means to a lot of his teammates. Uh, so, which means that he, he has uh, moved on, he has matured, he has grown up. So, but the problem actually doesn't stem from what's happening now. It stems from the overreaction, in my opinion, from four and a half years ago. Uh, how do you backtrack something like a lifetime ban? Uh, so we just got a, not long to go here, Brad. Just a quick update and word on the up-and-coming series against South Africa. Obviously going to be a lot different, a lot tougher. And we've seen the Aussies uh, in previous tests against the South Africans. There's always going to be a little bit of niggle. So it's going to be a bit harder for, for the boys this time around. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, and the whole David Warner episode has also brought back the whole uh, South Africa-Australia rivalry, oh, yeah. like you said, um, all the off-field drama. Uh, which will lead into it. I mean, which will lead into the build-up for sure. And it's a it's an outstanding bowling attack that South Africa have with Rabada, Ngiri, Anson, Nokia, and, and Maharaj. Don't forget about the left-arm spinner who's had success against Australia. Uh, so it'll be a step up, like Steve Smith said, uh, and not just in terms of quality, but in terms of pace and bounce. And it, it's kind of fun that the first test they're going to play is going to be at the Gabba. And the Gabba did have a lot of pace and bounce last year during the Ashes. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be a, a much more competitive series for sure. Uh, and the Aussies will have to be on the guard. I mean, going back to Warner, he needs a big score in this series. Uh, you know, looking ahead to all the test matches Australia have lined up. Um, and, and Cam Green, another one like the, the middle, lower order wasn't tested at all, the middle to lower order. So a, a lot of things to ponder for Australia. Uh, and it's just what round the corner, four or five days from now. We will be at the Gabba for that test. Well, hopefully I can catch you for a beer before you head off to Brisbane, my friend. Thank you for joining <laughs> us, and we'll chat to you again soon. Anytime. And both of you are stars as well. <laughs> <laughs> Barat's in the race. He's the best. He honestly, I've never had more fun in a commentary box than I've had with him. He's a ripper. Uh, let's jump to a break. Really short on time. Uh, we're here thanks to Morn Team Kira Cheltenham. We love Morn Team. Thanks for the tickets too, DT. Appreciate it.